Happy Monday and welcome to Reading the Bible is Easy-ish. I am Hogan Brock. He is Harrison Litzel. Harrison, uh, today, uh, as we're recording, uh, we just want to acknowledge that there was uh, a really horrible shooting in Texas, uh, and we were talking before we came on. We don't have any wise words to say about that other than it's uh, it's really hard. Um, so we want to acknowledge that um, and, and just say that as we're recording, we know that there's a lot of hard stuff that uh, that may have happened in the interim between recording and when this is released. Um, so if you're listening, do whatever you need to do, take care of yourself and, uh, I don't know, vote or advocate in, in whatever way that, uh, you kind of feel inspired, but Harrison, otherwise it sounds like you're sick to me. I am. I am sick. Uh, my daughter, the toddler, she, um, she brought home a fever as the, the school year closed out for her. Um, and that lasted like, you know, 18 hours for her. Um, and then we thought we were past it. And then, um, my wife and I both started to say, like, hmm, my throat, it kind of tickles a little bit. There might be something going on. Um, and so now we're both just just got a cold. We both COVID tested and negatived and all that fun stuff that's involved with the sniffles these days. But, um, yeah, just I sound worse than I am. I will say I had to record uh, some other stuff today and listen to my own voice, which usually is uh, not fun. Um, but my voice sounds so different right now that I didn't recognize it. So it, it's made that editing process a lot easier for me. So grateful for that. But how are things up there in, uh, in in Canada? Yeah, things are fine. It's uh, it's finally warming up. I feel like I've said that for three weeks, uh, <laughs> but it, it is warming up. Uh, life is life is busy, but life is good. I'm learning a lot uh, in this working in a hospital right now, so learning a lot doing that. Um, but it's it's been really good. Yeah, your voice has a resonance to it that it doesn't normally have. So that's that's a fun thing. Maybe that yeah, there's, there are certain songs that I only sing, uh, when I, when my voice is like this, I start breaking out the Johnny cash a little bit more so I can yeah. sing along, yeah. take advantage of it. Yeah. Get, get down there a little more. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Our scripture for this week, uh, comes from Genesis, uh, chapter 11, starting in verse one and going to verse nine. Uh, and this is the story of the tower of Babel. This is uh, a story that I think a lot of people, especially you've been around church, Maybe if you haven't, uh, that it's kind of familiar. It's made its way into popular culture in some ways. Uh, so we'll read that, Genesis 11, 1 through 9, uh, and then talk about it a bit. Maybe there'll be something new that comes from that. So again, Genesis 11, starting in verse 1. Now the whole earth had one language in the same words. And as they migrated from the east, they came upon a plain in the land of Shinar and settled there. And they said to one another, Come, let us make bricks and burn them thoroughly. And they had bricks, brick for stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. And let us make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we shall be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. The Lord came down to see the city and the tower which mortals had built. And the Lord said, look, they are one people and they ha all have one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. Nothing that they propose to do now will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they will not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them from abroad and from there all over the face of the earth, and they left off building the city. Therefore, it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the language of all the earth, and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. So we will spend uh, a few minutes here looking at this text. Harrison, I've heard this story, I don't know how many times, uh, and it's never made a ton of sense to me. Does it make any sense to you? 
So something I noticed this time that I haven't really noticed before is I feel like when I've heard this story before, it's a story of sin and of consequences uh, that the people did something wrong and God scattered them um, as kind of their, uh, their punishment for that. Uh, but I don't, I don't really see that here in the story. I don't see that um, they did something wrong um, so much as that God, the Lord is concerned about their capabilities. Um, I'm not really sure. I didn't really follow the, the cause and effect as much this time because I kind of lost that train of this is a sin and so sin must be punished and instead just saw God uncomfortable with what they were accomplishing. Um, and that left me a little bit more confused. Yeah, so it reminded me a little bit, we talked about last week, the the girl who was possessed uh, with a demon, or not a demon, with a spirit from God. Mm, a spirit, right? yeah. A spirit, um, and was following Paul around and saying, basically, like, this guy's from God and doing yeah. things. And then Paul cast that out and people are upset. Um, and I'd always read that one as being very confusing. Why did Paul get rid of this demon? We talked about last week, it was to end the exploitation of this girl. And I think like you, yeah, I've always read this as, or it's always kind of been explained to me as, um, the Lord was concerned that mortals were going to, I don't know, become so powerful that, mm -hmm. that God couldn't reckon with them. Uh, but I don't read that here at all. Um, it feels like instead to me, essentially like a creation story or an origin story, like let's explain how language came into the world. Yeah. Um, is the most basic reading I kind of have here. Yeah. So I think, I think that's probably. I like that reading better. Um, it, it feels a little bit less like we're putting things onto the story, um, putting our own kind of frameworks onto it. Um, the other thing that I really noticed here is um, how many uh, plural pronouns there are for the divine here, mm -hmm. right? We have the Lord and the Lord says, um, let us go down and confuse their language. Um, and that's interesting because I think, again, in, in previous times when I've read this, I think that I would have read that as kind of a pointing to the Trinity, um, but I think that that's not... A fair reading of this and not an accurate reading that's uh, an anachronistic way of reading this of putting something that an understanding we have later back onto the text and it's not historically accurate um so this kind of plural understanding of god um is something that i think we see here a little bit in genesis 11 which is uh kind of changes at different points in the hebrew scriptures uh even just in those passages yeah yeah i it, it's reminiscent of and, and again is it being this kind of explanation of what's happening maybe with with how people got different places and different languages those sorts of things it feels a lot like uh genesis uh, creation stories like one and two when when god is often plural like let us make mm. man or humanity in, a, in our own image um and i don't know if this is coming from a similar source being proximate to genesis one and two um i'd have to look at that but it, it's reminiscent of that for me yeah yeah i haven't i think that this this is a story that is often included in um, children's bibles right um it's got some good pictures that can go along with it pretty um physical description of what's happening here a tower being built um the retribution that comes from god doesn't involve death at all um which i think makes it a story that can be included a little bit more easily in children's bibles um, but that just makes me think that i heard this story a lot i feel like as a child but it hasn't really been a part of my adult faith um in the same yeah. way um, and I think it's because it's it's a story and it's an interesting story. And like you said, it kind of explains the origin of languages and things like that. But it's not a story that we really use anymore for those explanations. And I don't know if we've, I'm sure there are many people who have found other ways to interpret it and to gain information and gain, um, you know, knowledge of God from it. But I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, I, I, I was just looking. I'm not familiar with what's around this passage at mm -hmm. all. 
Um, so I was wondering if that maybe would give us some context. Immediately after this, uh, we get a genealogy, basically. And immediately before this, we have a genealogy of Noah. Um, yeah. And it's just like this thing stuck in the middle there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it feels out of place in the text. And so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious about that. I'm not sure that I would ever, this is in the, in the lectionary, right? So I'm like, maybe there's a sermon to be preached here, but I'm not mm. sure what it is um, or what there is to kind of pull away from this in terms of uh, a devotional text or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know either. I feel like usually when we talk about these texts, it's either something like, oh, here's something, you know, I know here in a second, you're going to ask me what I want to spend more time with. And I've got no idea because it's not even something that I feel like I need to, you know, deconstruct or anything like that. It's just like a, yeah, I understand this story differently than I used to. Um, and now I'm, and now I'm kind of good. I, I, I yeah. kind of unpacked it a little bit and now it's just going to be here as this story that stands in this part of the Bible and, um, was an explanation of languages and all right, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. I, there's not a whole lot for me to look into here other than uh, thinking about, I, I now live in quite a big city, right? Toronto's mm. a huge city and there's these massive buildings. Mm. Uh, and as a kid, I always imagined like, oh my goodness, like these people are going to build mm. a brick building to heaven. Yeah. And how ridiculous that is, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> structurally, that doesn't work. And then also just this idea that, uh, yeah, yeah, I am curious, I guess, where does that idea of uh, of God having retribution on people where does that come from mm. um why was that a story that was that i was told uh yeah and, and yeah yeah i don't know maybe it's something to do with uh i don't know it's a story of pride i don't know i'm guessing i really yeah. have no idea i feel like you were just about to have some great speculative insight there and, and you pulled back from the last second at saying something with confidence but something with pride i feel like is a, is a good answer for this story as well yeah yeah i i'm quite uh, quite good at throwing out bull crap and and stick in being very courageous about it so i'll try not to do that so i want to ask you what you want to do with it this week because i think mm -hmm. we both decided we're just gonna let this one go um if you've uh stuck with us this long uh i would invite you to like and subscribe wherever you found us if you found this helpful at all or if you have ideas about what this story is supposed to mean beyond just being an explanation of where language and different countries and peoples come from, uh, let us know. I'd really love to hear. Uh, and we will be back next week. Uh, and until then, keep trying to read the Bible.